Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Death Notes Notes Show. I, I, we didn't really come up with a name for this. I am here with Jason. What up, Jason? Hey, Jim. How are you doing today? Hey, we came I'm up with a few, great. but none were actually any good. So that I guess is we're true. Death Note Notes. Death Note Notes is what Luke wanted us to call it as a wink wink, but we'll, we'll figure it out. My, my paper here I have in front of me is called Death Note Notes Notes. So that's what I'll be reading from. That's what I like. It. Death Notes 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 as we go. But again, I just like I go real simple and, and it would be like the Death Notes read along. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we do, but it is a chapter-by-chapter read-along show, and one of the things is the first episode here is <laughs> chapter two, which seems a little odd, and that kind of threw you off as well, because we never really talked about what we would talk about in the first one, well, right? The, the whole idea came up because you did this first chapter with Luke on the uh, the Manga Monday, mm-hmm. and you know you mentioned along the line how much you liked it, and that you might want to do a, a full read along show of it one day. And I jumped in and said, "Hey, yo, I I like this one a lot too, so let's do that." So we're jumping in on episode one of this, but you know if you want to go back and hear the first episode with with you and Luke, it's it's already there. Yeah, and you you know behind the scenes, you thought we were doing the first chapter yeah. again, and I ended up reading the second, so that we. And I thought, you know, we don't want to end up upsetting Luke. I mean, if we redo that first chapter, we may don't want to step or, on his toes. Well, we probably would do it better, is what I'm <laughs> saying. And Luke would get upset. So, Luke, uh, this one's for you uh, as we go into chapter two. But we will talk a little bit about chapter one. Uh, since you just read it, I'm going to leave it to you to do a little bit of a recap for people who may not have heard me and Luke go in with the old death note and like you said i really did enjoy that first chapter and with that you and me doing this then inspired me to ask ruben who we're going to go back and forth with this and a full metal alchemist read along as well because me and ruben were trying to figure out something to do so why not he loves that full metal alchemist so we'll do that but you give us a little bit of a rundown of chapter one okay in in chapter one we're really set up with two characters we have Light Yagami, this kind of smart but bored Japanese high school kid, first in all the tests, smartest kid in the whole darn country, it seems, uh, but he's just bored. And we've got this uh, Shinigami, this uh, death demon lord, death death god, who he's also in, he's doing fine in his demon world, but he's bored as hell. And he figures the way to make something interesting happen is to take his, his death notebook and just kind of toss it into the human world and see what happens. And as it happens, that gets picked up by light. And there's all these rules about you write people's names of the death note and those people die because it's a note of death. And uh, he tries it out and, hey, it works. And then he meets the death god. And then light decides he's going to fix the entire world by killing all the bad people and scaring the hell out of everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things like idle hands sort of thing where you know they're bored and that is not the greatest thing to have somebody with a death notebook (laughs) bored and as you said the way he plays out the way that light plays out is not very likable that's one of the things that i said at the end of reading and the first chapter and to be clear too as we go forward i have not read ahead i do not know anything about it this second chapter it's the first time i've read the second chapter you are more i've read to chapter 30 something but then when we decided to do this i figured i'd I'd stop i didn't want to get all the way to the end and know what happened exactly yeah so 
I can't spoil things, and I'm sure you won't as well, even though you'll laugh afterwards if I come up with a crazy theory or something like that. But with that, like I said, Light isn't very likable. And the whole thing that he's doing is straight up murder. He is not your typical Shonen Jump hero. He's not Deku. He's not Gone. He's he's just, you know, you, you kind of like him because he's clever and you want to see what he does next. But you're not really, you know, cheering him on. I hope if you if you are cheering him on, <laughs> yeah. you, you've got some other issues. Now I'm not going to say that I don't look at him and see some traits that he has <laughs> familiar because he does seem to me like somebody who may not have a lot of empathy. Maybe somebody and they play that smart deal. You could maybe get into other things of what you think mm-hmm. might be going on with him because even with his mother and they play it off pretty well. He doesn't really have a relationship with her. Now, he does seem to have some friends and all of that. But with all of this, I just like this idea that this one kid gets this death note, you know, seemingly randomly. He gets it. And and Mm. you even mentioned at one point when we were before, like the big thing was Ryuk, the death lord. He ended up writing it in English because he figured, well, there's more people who speak English. Right. So I guess he doesn't even know. At least he's claiming he doesn't even know where it's going to land. I guess he's not even aiming for Japan. If he was aiming for Japan, I guess he'd write it in Japanese. But he just says, I'll hit that planet over there. And <laughs> he just tosses it, right. kind of spins around and falls there. And he, I like Ryuk. And, and really, the only thing that I knew going into this, any sort of thing that I had seen was Ryuk and maybe the death note, the, the writing on the notebook. So when I saw light at first, I'm like, this isn't really and then he shows up and i'm like okay but i do like him even as you go into the second chapter the idea that eh, it's it's a hoot for him i mean this is the idea like man i really like he was fishing and he goes man i really caught one here like it is like a match made in you know maybe hell but heaven or hell and i do like that that both of them being bored just needs something to do ryuk who's the demon the death lord he just seems to, like I said, want to get some kicks out of this, wants to get right. a laugh, whatnot. Light immediately takes it like to the next level. He has level. a sense of purpose. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that one of the things, you have this death note when I was afraid in that first chapter a lot that he was going to kill his mom, not thinking he would. I thought, oh, this is such a joke or whatever mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And And with that all, like what was going to happen. But now in the second chapter, it pretty much is, it ups the end. You know he's into this now. And he's getting a little over the top. He's getting a little swelled head about it as we get more of a world building. And that's what I like when we talk about the chapters on the regular show. I like the first chapter being that character deal. Like we said, they're making a point to not make him lovable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, almost like, oh, my God, how far is he going to go? Oh, it's, my God, look at this guy. It's a very efficient first chapter. It gets these two characters set up. It gets the world set up. It gives you enough about how this magical notebook works to to make you really interested, but not to bog you down in details. The the, the art I love because the, the real world looks very, very normal in this. It's not a cartoony style. It's very precise and detailed, and I'm going to say mundane, but not in a bad way. It just looks like what I imagine, you know, the real world in a city in Japan looks like. But then you get the uh, the Shinigami Ryuk, which is a completely different style. He looks like he 
you know, stepped out of Hot Topic in the yeah. late 80s. Yes. He looks like he was drawn by a different artist, Sexy. totally different style, just clearly not part of the same world, which is perfect. And that's the, you're right. And the perfect part is not even just not of the same world, but not even on the same like level on the page. He right. looks off the page. And I like you said, the mundane world. Also, what I was going to say, and I'm glad you said that the idea of the mundane world, but it's also the mundane world of light as he goes through this. A lot of times, if you have something like this, a death note, oh my God, this can make my revenge. Like you'd have a kid that was bullied. You'd have somebody who, oh, the teacher's always giving me bad grades and mm-hmm. my mom's mad at me. This guy, no, he is pretty well set up, no problems. They're really setting up a kid who, on the surface, maybe even especially in Japan because of how much of an achiever he is, he shouldn't have anything really bad to, to lash out at, which he kind of doesn't. So he goes no, to make I mean, it any- more. Any teenager, I don't want to say he's relatable, but any kid who's a teenager, no matter how perfect and fine and his life is, and he looks like he's on a glide path to you know a great career, you still you still have that feeling as a as a teenager that you just want to mess something up. Like this yeah, world sucks, and I want to fix it. Yeah, exactly. And but I like the setup of him being like at first surface level, you sit there and say, okay, he's doing good. He is doing something. These criminals, and we'll go through. He'll read the rules that we got at the end of the first chapter, but he's making really bad people die because they deserve it. Now, the problem is, is when do you get to the point where who's to make that decision? I mean, Mm -hmm. already he is kind of like playing God. He is doing. And when he started talking about the idea of making this perfect society based on his rules and what he thinks should be. That's when he started like, oh, my God, it it reminded me a bit out of like nowhere of the movie Chronicle. Like when you get this power, are Mm -hmm. you going to end up being a superhero or are you going to do, you know, something a little off the beaten path with that? So I really like that. He's almost like a like an American comic supervillain where he, you know, he thinks he's going to fix the world. And the only way to fix the world is if I tell everybody what to do. Exactly. He's a Lex Luthor. It's, Lex you know, Luthor, the yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. That basically, it is. And I like the play of that. Better hair. Where, yeah, really. I mean, hair. But yeah, he does. He has like a Justin Bieber look. I, I like his look. But you give <laughs> oh, us no, the I rules. I don't like him anymore. Well, you should like him more now. Justin Bieber. Tanya has been watching a lot of Justin Bieber videos and yelling at him because she thinks, yeah, he is a bully. That's all she was talking. It was all last night. But when we go into this, you give us the rules at the end of the first chapter, and then we'll uh, get into the second. Yep. So at the end of a lot of the chapters, we have this white on black page. We we start to get the rules. So here's the first set of rules. Death note how to use it, Roman numeral one. And we get the first rule is the human whose name is written in this note shall die. Okay. Second rule is this note will not take effect unless the writer has the person's face in their mind when writing his or her name. Therefore, people sharing the same name will not be affected. That's good because, you know, if you have one John Smith who's a mass murderer. Oh, my God. You know, one, yeah, one, one James Warner, and then forget about it. <laughs> yeah, all of us, like, oh, darn James Warner. But I, yeah, I, get, the- I get other Jason Colby's emails all the time, and I don't want to Yeah, wanna I don't get a lot of James Warners, but there are. And... <laughs> I like that. And I said, when me and Luke were talking about it, that actually shows me that you're thinking ahead, that this is a very smartly played out bunch of rules to get there. And I like the idea. 
you have this a lot in comics and manga even, but comics especially, I think, where the rules are presented when they run into a brick wall later. Like all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, Mm -hmm. oh, I just found out that this is the case. No, these are spelled out. And where I thought that they were brilliant, we still have more rules, but the, the idea of the name and stuff was so brilliant in that first chapter, but it even plays out better in the second and going forward. Rule number three, if the cause of death is written within 40 seconds of writing the person's name, it will happen. You have 40 seconds to figure out how the son of a gun is going to die. And that's interesting because in Japanese, the the number four is pronounced something like she, which is the same as their word for death. So there's a connection there. I guess that's like Shinigami. I guess that's also the same root. So that's a nice little touch they were paying attention. Next rule. If the cause of death is not specified, the person will simply die of a heart attack. So that's your default. That's kind of a – it's such a weird default, but it works out. I guess it it's got to be simple. I mean, if it's like struck by a meteor, then people would, would notice Exactly. More. Yeah, you have to have – you're right. You have to have something. And a heart attack pretty much is if you think like the generic. Right, though, just right? the heart just stops. Yes. After writing the cause of death, details of the death should be written in the next six minutes and 40 seconds, which is a funny amount of time, but that works out to be 400 seconds. So we get our our four in there again. That is cool. That is a cool deal. And exactly what that counts as details of death is a little hazy, but we're going to learn more about that going forward. And those are our first set of death note rules. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because if you ended up, and we did have in that first chapter, Light ends up describing, you know, car accident, you know, get hit by a car when you Mm -hmm. had that one guy, harassment guy. I'd like to call him the guy on the the street scooter. Yeah, yeah, the street stuff. Um, if he ended up doing, that's what I like about this. He ends up where he's trying to get rid of all these bad guys. You have the first thing, and it's mentioned in this. The guy who had, you know, taken a bunch of kids hostage, and he mm-hmm. goes through that. If you ended up, though, having light, like, go real. And I, again, I think that that would be a very tempting thing to do. Okay, this guy's here. You know, even if it's all these bad guys, you know, a serial killer. Well, I want him to end up falling on a knife. And you would start to really think that light is over the top, just a psychopath. If you ended up, and it also plays out, then he's doing this, as he said, he wants to do it, just ran and have it so that eventually they get the idea that it's always him. You know, he really wants people to give him credit. So have a specific thing, the heart attack. It's the easiest thing to do. But I also, like I said, I like it that he's not like having a, a fun time of like mm-hmm. this guy dies this way and this guy, oh my god, that'd be awesome. But putting this rule out here early does set up a whole bunch of interesting possible story points going forward. I mean, it makes the reader think, well, what what can he do? Is he going to do this? Is he going to do that? What kind of crazy things can happen? Yeah, and what I like about it at the end of the first chapter, as we go into this, he is excited because he sees that people are starting to notice. In this chapter, it's really full out. So he does, in my mind, going to go through that tug of war because by the end of this chapter, you end up having like a Sherlock Holmes Moriarty thing going on between him and this guy, L. And he could end up just saying, okay, first off, he could just stop. We we know he's not going to. But then he could also say, well, they're on to the heart attack thing. I'll change it so everybody dies of something else. You know, I'm not. Appendicitis. Yeah, 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 exactly. But 
he likes that he is noticed. Oh, yeah. He wants to be famous, but also anonymous at the same time. Yeah, exactly. He, it's a crazy deal. But again, if I'm going to look at light and have, you said something that is one of the things I've said uh, a million times. I would love to be famous where I walk into a room and people do know, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's like, but I'm, <laughs> Anonymous enough where they don't get involved with with anything else. Like, oh, look at that guy. Like, I just, it's just yes, the both thing. worlds, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's crazy because you see this already in the second chapter how driven he is by certain things. And I don't know by the middle of this chapter even that I think that it's more he claims he's righteous. I think he's already big headed about this oh, idea yeah. of being the most important person in the world. The, pretty much the angel of death himself here with this book with pretty much the lord of death just you know loving it i love where we start off because you end up getting a little bit of a recap the death note a notebook with which causes people whose names are written in it to die late yagami the teenager has decided to use the notebook as a means to purge the world of evil and ryoka shinigami the original owner of the notebook who seems content to act as spectator as light pursues his project then you have the lord of death eating oh, an he apple. Just, right he's just like <laughs> lying on, his, on the bed just like this is the best show i've had in centuries i mean he's eating an apple in the pose of pretty much burt reynolds on a bearskin <laughs> rug it's just like and like you said i it may be the crazy you know shoulder pads are a little off but i i like his look i actually thought like okay i I like your look there and like you said though he sticks out from everything else including just that he's really you know heavy inked heavy colored black And, and and in a black and white thing you're gonna have some issues of that but when you end up seeing the rest a lot of times when you have light it is on a white background, a light background. And I think that that's a really, really cool play. Mm, it really indeed. makes, you know, Ryuk stick out too. And where the funny thing though is you look at him, I mean, especially in the second page where you end up, or the third page, when you end up with his teeth and stuff, why is he not scary to me? I think he looks more cool. And it might be because light <laughs> He looks so happy. <laughs> he just looks like a little kid who has just got the best toy ever and is just so pleased. Do it again. It's, I want it's to see so more. cool, and and I guess it's because I mean he started all this. It goes through him, but you end up having light like already. Like I don't really like him that much. This overachieving jerk who needs this, but and yet there is just Ryoka just wants to have a good time, and it's funny. Well, you end up seeing that he runs home from school. Like again, if you want to not like him, he's like I can't wait to get home and get this. And he just is writing and writing and all these names. And I don't know. The weird thing is I thought that you would have more like, okay, I have research going on. Let's see this. I don't know if he's just randomly going now. And you know that every name he writes is a dead person. He just I, – I got I got to write all these names out. It's like he's got his trigonometry homework I got to finish before I go to bed. But you can just see he's a bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, just dead, 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 dead. Yeah, and I like this idea we already set up that he is a good student. So he, he's diligent. Yeah, he is diligent, and he has blocks of time. He is a really good killer. Like with (laughs) this, like this is just. And you said it when he explains it. I'm in class. I I just think of this notebook. I come home, but the idea that this is just like homework. It is like a, a an assignment. Where he's like, I, I gotta do this. I have this amount of time. I do my other work. I do my prep courses. I have to get sleep. 
all of that going on but then says i'm ridding the world of evil and creating a utopia no matter how much time i have it won't be enough and then you go and it's chapter 2l it again it's a cool progression already in just a chapter and a couple pages of are you going too far are you the one who should be doing this and whatnot while you end up seeing and and really if ryuk the shinigami thinks he's doing a good job that might be a clue that things aren't the greatest (laughs) right when you end up having it because he just wants it to continue and the things that you know go into my mind and things like that even before the next scene which it does it, I don't know if it's a swerve because how could you have a swerve this quick? Oh, it's it's a hard it's a hard change in tone and and, and look, I yeah. love it. I thought that okay because I'm sitting here thinking we're gonna get this kid writing stuff and you know that's cool. Let's figure out if he goes too far. What's gonna happen? Is he gonna have something personal happen? But then you do change it but it's it's so smartly played because he has set it up so far we've been completely in light's point of view right we've been following him the whole time we see what he finds well except for that little brief interlude in the world of the death you know death gods but we've been with light but now we jump to we turn the page and it says we're now at a g8 summit so we're basically at like a un type of meeting we see all these serious looking dudes sitting in benches with microphones in front of them and Named in front of them. And now we're at the big picture world because the world noticed, hey, we just had, I don't know how many dozens, hundreds of bad people just drop dead. And that's not going to go unnoticed. And so we have a a world meeting to figure out what the hell's going on. And I like it. First off, usually at these, Greta's yelling at them. So they're, they're there, you know, getting all that. And it's everybody. And what I like about it is, even at the end of this chapter, getting towards it, you have that idea, okay, where are these things happening? And you do have it where you find out this L will be introduced mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. He knows that at least it started in Japan, but I like that you see it's a global thing here, that you know all these people are concerned. There isn't a you know American who stands up and says, well, that's Japan's problem, or that's their everybody's effect and they're pointing fingers at each other which i do like because they would because these countries even at a g8 summit you know there's some underhanded stuff going on around so when they're like who could do this what is the Mm -hmm. biggest you know and to the one guy they say it's a joke yeah the one guy says the only organization capable of something like this would be the i believe would be the cia or the fbi and we don't see what country that guy's from we're very carefully not shown that i mean you could say maybe he looks kind of Russian. I don't know. He maybe. looks a little Russian is what I think, which is funny because, yeah, you always have that back and forth, big world power, stuff like that. But he does. Yeah, he looks Russian. It seems like people think that's a real cahoot. That, uh, hey, how dare you say that again? Hey, stop your jokes. I'm like, <laughs> really jokes? But, yeah, they're going to come to blows there. It's funny. And I like where you end up having the USA. Like, even there, you see the end. You see the flag. But they're not really, you see at one point, it looks like France and stuff, but they're not Mm going to go real heavy on, well, this is this and that. There's the joke right there. This is a world problem. Right. The the point of the scene isn't to show countries fighting. It's just to show the whole world notice. Yeah. And I think with that, you know, a little joke or whatever, but you get that tension with it. I mean, people are yelling. They're screaming because this is something that can't happen. And I think that you're getting that whole deal where – you know, we're this, you know, we represent the world, each of our countries, and somebody is doing this that we don't know, and this is something bad. 
and there's rules to be had. They even start talking about it with that idea. And I like that you just go through this because you do have to bring up the fact of, well, you know, why don't we leave this go? I mean, they're bad people. They're having heart attacks. It's not hurting anybody, but it would kind of collapse some society when you have somebody who can just Mm -hmm. willy-nilly decide. And what I thought that this was just as a kind of a neat little deal, like you expect at some point in any comic book universe, any manga universe, especially though like a Western, like a DC comics where they should have this meeting constantly of like, what are we going to do? We're supposed to be ruling the world. And they go into that occasionally, but what do we do with Superman, Batman, all these? Mm -hmm. And I think that this does play a bit off on that. Like, we got to stop this. we got to do something here. And I thought that that was pretty cool. Yeah, and you can tell this was made back in 2004 because today they'd all be on Zoom or something instead of sitting yeah, in a room together. They wouldn't be next to each other. But, yeah, it goes down the line and everything going on. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to do something about it. And I, this is where it does get a more comic booky type deal where you know who are we going to follow are we just going to follow this kid writing that and they say i think we got to get l involved right some another anonymous person we don't see what country i don't think makes this decision we have no choice this is another one for l just the ooh, which ooh, that's intriguing l and everybody's like oh my god l like oh geez l what was the last one for l <laughs> no, maybe does this happen a lot he's on retainer his last job was 50 years ago i don't know is it starro would it starro come somewhere exactly i love though that there is a new guy from japan there at this g8 summit and he's like hey uh chief like L? Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, I forgot this <laughs> is your first chief, can meeting. You, can you give me the exposition, Chief? Yeah, yeah. Can you give me? And, and it's quick, but it's this is who they call in. They don't know his real name. They don't know his whereabouts. They've never seen his identity. Which is awful convenient that they don't even know his name. And what I like about it, though, is right away, if, if you're go- like, oh, no, because this is going to be somebody who is going to go against Light, who Light will never be able to touch. And they really play it out in this chapter. But And it's L. I, th- I don't think it's a coincidence that it's L and Light. I think we're getting another parallel set up. We've got the parallel with Light and the Shinigami. Yep. Now we got a parallel with Light and L. And, yeah, he can solve everything no matter what. He's a sleuth, you know, that all th- and so everybody's like, all right, uh, you know, we got to get, oh, he's already involved. And you turn the page, right? And it's Carmen San Diego. It is Carmen San Diego. And I will end up saying at that point where they go, okay, we're going to have to bring Ellen. It really reminds me of Twilight and Spy Family, even like that, that play. Okay. Yeah. It does have some of that. It, yeah. it has that kind of cool type deal. And I think that that's something you needed. Something else other than writing names. You have to have. You know, the protagonist, you have to have somebody going against everything. So it really plays out really well right away. And I like that this Carmen Sandiego is like, hey, you know, L's been investigating the case for, for days now. Correct. This is not actually L. We, we turn the page. We think it's going to be L, but it's not. It's Watari who works for L. You have L. Nobody knows his name. No, the real name. Nobody's seen him. And then you have Watari, who also, I just thought it was like weird. They're like, oh, that's Watari. He's with the only person who can contact him, but nobody knows who he is either. I'm like, everybody <laughs> has these ideas. We've got these multiple levels of security. Exactly, right? exactly. So he ends up setting up this laptop. Hey, everybody, we have a, you know, a meeting here. Now you're, we're getting what is an early Zoom meeting here. He sets up the deal. He's got a message. He's going to speak to everybody. And when it goes on, you end up having just the letter L. 
uh, you know, on an old type script, uh, you know, lettering of Braille right. on the screen. Not, not really a really booming, like, screensaver type thing, right? You know, the background. He could have gotten a little excited with it, but mm-hmm. he doesn't. It's just Al. And he ends up, you know, hey, this is Al. And I'm going to be on the case. And you can go with that because he ends up really, like, really putting it like, I'm going to get this awful person. So what we get really quick is that L accepts this assignment. It's a horrible crime. We need to stop it. And I want you folks to pass a resolution to give me, like, full authority. So which is which is great because we go very quickly to now we know there's one person in charge going after the guy we know to be light. And I think it's a lot more fun to have this mysterious, you know, detective on the case than just going back to Interpol and having people. Plus, they're never going to agree anyway. You would get into that. So, yeah, you have that one person he's going after. But again, this is the idea that light loves the idea that people are paying attention to him and people are you know noticing and they Mm -hmm. are and this is where we go into the full deal where even he's walking home with his two buddies they're laughing it up they love it like he is like the most popular person in the world right now and he's remained anonymous like you said this is the greatest thing for him and he's getting a lot of positive reinforcement oh he's getting his jollies by hearing his friends talk about this this crazy killer person now and and you know what this plays out a lot in a lot of things you know this actually reminds me of like the christian slater movie pump up the volume from old people's (laughs) movies like that but it's in a lot of things where you end up having that you know person who it's a lot of high school stuff where they they end up not being as popular but then they do some crazy thing to write in a journal and people whatever and i really thought that that was cool and i liked this part like getting that little i light part of this mm-hmm. where you know these kids but the problem is this is one buddy and i swear i'm like oh no don't tell him that we get one kids like i know i did some shoplifting back in grade school and i'm freaking out about it but that is i'm like he's dead and and I'm shoplifting like, eh? Hey, uh, what was what was your middle name again buddy <laughs> yes. I, i'm looking he's why are you staring at me right now what is, what is like, that tag on the back of your shirt what does that say i was Ooh. because Here's the thing is funny because when we were talking before, I did say that oh that guy, and he said, well he's he's got bigger fish to fry. He's he's way down the list, right? We've got the mass murderers, then the one time murderers. He's still on the list though. <laughs> oh, he's on the list. He's down the list, but he's on the list. It also reinforces the thing that you had like say in the first chapter that eventually, mm-hmm. if I get rid of these big guys, the lit like the guy shoplift. He's not going to shoplift again. He even says it here. This makes right. it like, you know, this idea of this utopia. Everything's coming up like Yagami. This is it perfect. It is. I mean, it is. And he is like, it's working. Even on that level, people are running scared and running scared to be better people, it seems. Again, does he have the right to do this? Whatever. He kind of does. He got the notebook. That's his deal. But you have this part where it is all, you know, yeah, it's coming up light. Everybody loves it. And he has fan pages that people now the fan page starts to get a little scary in my mind where he really likes the idea that he's been known now as kira the savior and people are worshiping him and they're going to have people are going to worship him for the wrong reasons whatever but he seems to love it and again you don't have a lot of ryuk in this but I love that he's just, you know, in the background looking looking at the mm-hmm. computer. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's interesting that he doesn't choose his own name 
And I guess like I don't I don't know a whole lot of true crime stuff, but like the Unabomber chose his own name. But sometimes if there's a, a string of killings, then the media will pick a name, the you know the such and such killer. And in this case, somebody on the internet calls him Kira the Savior. And I guess Kira is just a Japanese-ish kind of pronunciation of the word killer. So he's just he's just killer. Killer. And I'm not really into true crime either, but my wife is. But I do know at points, it, the police don't really love when you make up those. Like, they do end up making them, but it's now you're making them a little more than they are. And this is Probably what like they want hero. and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's it's one of those where throughout history and, and things like that, a lot of times when you have two countries even against each other you end up having the one leader like he'll mispronounce the the leader's name on purpose and things right. just to, you know but when you end up glorifying them like this it's it, the police and all that that's not what they want but it does it, he loves it he thinks that again this is all justification to him and it, it's positive reinforcement that he is doing the right thing and at this point you could have that argument. You could have the argument that he's not exactly doing what he should do because of the rules of, you know, society. But really, he is, you know, he's got the death note. And now he's more of a, you know, a biblical. He is the angel of death right now. And he, he's explaining to Ryuk, this is how this is how human beings are like. He says that in public, human beings will say, oh, no, this is a, this is bad. This is wrong. You can't do that kind of thing. But. In private, clearly, at least these people on the internet, when no one's watching them, think that uh, Kira's doing a great thing. He's, they're all behind it. They they probably like the entertainment as much as Ryuk does. But right there, that, that two pages or so, it is a bit of social commentary. It is a bit, but yet it's not shoved down your throat. And the way that it plays out in here, I mean, really, it it is accurate. It is. I mean, I hate to say it. Oh, sure. I mean, people on, you know, people love to follow awful true crime and often like to speculating who the, the Unabomber was. Or you have like a guy say something awful happened to a guy's daughter. And then that guy ends up killing, like going into the court that we all know that's wrong. He can't do that, but you're going to have a bunch of people like, well, like I deserved it, you know, and that's kind of how lights playing it out. This was on the internet just yesterday. John Hinckley, the guy who shot Reagan is out of jail and he's now a country music singer. He's on Twitter and he's saying, hey, guys, this is the real John Hinckley. Come follow me on, uh, you know, on, on YouTube and listen to my country music songs. I like the old time country music. And he's got thousands and thousands of people. Oh, following. he's got a ton. I ended up hearing about that on Howard Stern and Howard Stern was going nuts that when he would go on YouTube, first off, that he was allowed to do that before even. But that people were like, man, I don't even think that you should have been in jail. You're like, really? Like, it's so crazy. Oh, yeah. On, on Twitter, there's people jumping in saying, hey, I, I love your work. Like, yeah. Does he have Yikes. like that old time twang? Like the old time I, I have country? not listened to the John Hinckley. <laughs> I like country music. But I John Hinckley. Like, I, I'll put on Hank Sr., Hank Jr. Uh, I'll draw the line somewhere. I, I ended up where one of my favorite countries, and again, this might be the idea. You're like, oh, my God, look at you with your new country, <laughs> even though it's old now. But I really, really like Dwight Yoakam. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, love, I love that twang. That, yes, I love the old time country twang. And then, you know, I'm telling you, just as an aside, when I went to college in West Virginia, my one roommate was mm. a huge country music fan. So there is this weird, like, 
space where I know a lot of Travis Tritt songs. <laughs> I know a lot of, like, you know, that all this era, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, if you want to sit here afterwards and sing Chattahoochee with me, I'm in. I know all the words. But then it just goes dark after. But I do like that. But I'm, I don't think I'm going to listen to Chattahoochee. Uh, sing things and I think that that's a weird thing because I think Mark David Chapman who ended up shooting and killing John Lennon I think he's involved in something else as well um though I did find out I don't know why we're going down this route but this is what happens with me uh, I really I found out he had a list of people he was going to kill and David oh. Bowie was next Yikes. David Bowie was going to be the next day. He had he had his own notebook of death. Yeah, he did. Back in. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, I it's it's tragic. I think that that really you know killed a lot of great music that would have come. But David Bowie, the next, and that screwed up. David Bowie ended up going to Switzerland for like a year hiding wow. because he thought people were after him. But back to this, uh, you end up with. Meanwhile, in Japan, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, with Death Note, Fake you Japan. end up having. You know, this whole deal, oh, my God, on the Internet, I'm great, all this stuff. And all of a sudden on the TV. Perfect timing, just like in you know Gilligan's yeah, Island. It, it is, comes really. on, and, it, and the thing is, it's so funny because I thought that and I'm like, oh, my God, like, how is this? All of a sudden this TV switches and all of a sudden there's this L who's there. And I'm like, this is weird. But he did say I get all this authority and stuff like that. It plays out different, though, that when we find out later, this is very specific and very much. In the play, like Gilligan's Island, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. L is already on the case, and it shows L is smart. Oh yeah, this is brilliant. So we see this person come on, someone in a suit, you know, fairly young, but you know, looks looks very serious, and he says, "I'm L," but actually, my name is Lind L. Taylor. It says very specifically, Lind L. Taylor. That is my real name. I am L, and this is my real name. Uh, and and Light is surprised at this, and he says, "I'm in charge of this investigation. No, I'm I'm coming for you, taking him down." Yeah, and with this, everybody's surprised. Oh my God, nobody's ever seen him. This must be so important that he's coming out. But right away, where you even have Light, like, what the hell? Because this busts in and is like, "I'm coming for you." You know, I know who what you're up to, Kira. You're evil, and yells it out like, "You are pure evil. Don't think that you're good." All of that going on. But right away, you have to be like, oh, my God, the guy's, why would he do this? Like, he's showing, but you wouldn't know that he knew different. And you find out this is all a play. He ends up showing his face and a name here, and it's not real. It's not him. But obviously, Light doesn't know, and he thinks thinks it's a game. Now he's like, oh, you think that you're better than me? Light, Light now thinks he's invincible. Nothing can possibly go wrong for him. He's the smartest person in the world. He has the power of death in his hands, and he's just going to fix this. This dummy put his name there on TV, and I'll take care of you. All these other people are surprised. Oh, my God, what is he doing? He's showing his face, whatnot, but this is all the play. And you end up seeing it real. There. And, and really to stress it, because we've seen Light go with the book, and it's been very nice line. It's like a college-ruled notebook, right? you got a mm-hmm. lot of sense. He's like, Okay, line there, line there, going down. You see a lot of names written down. He is so fired up for this. He just and doesn't even take time to even like good penmanship either, but large. Scrawls it, block letters. Yeah, almost like it's like, yeah, one whole, if you take up a whole page, then you really die of a heart. It's like, I could explode. Exactly, right? But yeah, he just, he's so fired up. And oh man, you're going to try to fight me. You're the evil one. You're the deal. And he writes it, and then they sit there, and I do like, 
Ryuk is just there hanging. He's like, oh, like he's got the tension going. Like, well, he doesn't say anything. Ryuk says nothing. I mean, Ryuk probably knows way more than anybody else. He's, but he's not going to spoil anything. No, nope, he's just watching and get the countdown. He knows exactly because we have specific oh, yeah. timing. Lights counting down 20 seconds, 10 seconds. We see a watch. He's like, oh, this is it. And then it gets down to zero and we see Lind L. Taylor clutches t- chest and slump forward and light is so happy ha 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 he's just i got you sucker i thought and i'm a dummy i am not a, i'm not a rightist here i thought that he wasn't gonna die because obviously oh he gave oh, the sure, wrong right, yeah. name or he has a mask on but it was shocking when he actually dies there and i'm even thinking is he is he faking it yeah exactly and then he pop up oh you thought but the thing is when we find L doesn't know that much. L doesn't know the idea. You have to have the but he's this is a test. Oh yeah, we we see we see two guys in sunglasses cart off the corpse, and then we get this voice coming through the TV that says, "This was an experiment. I had a hunch, but I wanted to check. Kira, you can actually kill people without direct contact. My hunch was right. I couldn't believe it until I saw it with my own eyes." So he he just got some important information about. Who this killer is. And that plays off well from at the beginning in the G8 Summit and Interpol. And they were talking about the idea that it had to be a huge organization. They thought because there was such a variety of areas. You know, no right, so one the, the person could go. The thing is, this L. Taylor, who, you know, he, he did kill a guy to get this information. But Lind L. Taylor, it actually was his name, clearly, because he did die. He was a condemned, cr- condemned criminal. He was scheduled to die today at this hour. So he wasn't even like losing five minutes of life he had coming to him. I wonder what that conversation was like. Like, look, I, I got this this deal for you. Yeah, instead of putting an electric chair, What's the deal? <laughs> wear the suit. And I don't know, right, if if he survives, if L does, or if Kira doesn't kill him, does this killer get to go free? I, I wonder what that deal was like. The only thing I could think, now whether or not, you know, we don't know Lind L. Taylor, Maybe it's to set up his family or something. You know what I mean? If you thought about it. Could like be anything, right? The thing is, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's fun to think about, but his point is to, to show, show that L is really smart, that Light isn't as smart as he thinks he is, and now L has some important information. Yeah, and he has a little more. But first he says, and I love this. I mean, this ends up really setting things up where he's like, hey, L, I am L. I do exist. So come and kill me if you can. He's taunting him. Oh, and and Ryuk loves this. Yeah, Ry- Ryuk is seems like he's a, actually a, like <laughs> he he's a goofy or something. Yuck, yuck! He got you there. And he's like, oh my god! And then you end up even like in a oh my god! He's really up in the stakes. This is crazy. All that. And Light is mad. Light thinks that jerk. How dare he not die when I want to kill him? It makes him look. Not as invincible, not as great. No, he's got, he's a kid. He's still just a teenager, as smart as he is. It sets up the idea. Everybody thought I was great. And I, uh, now I got to kill this guy. You know, it's really a good setup of a rival. But then we see that L's even smarter, that he was playing this off. The reason that the TV got interrupted there mm-hmm. for light was because this was done in a specific area. He ended up in the Kanto right, right. region, that this was just a test, that if they played this out, nothing happened, okay, he's not in the Kanto region, because nobody else can see that. Also, he ends up saying, I know that this started in Japan, so that's why we go this now, this specifies exactly that you're at least in the Kanto region, because the first person, you know, the guy who really looks like Lurch, 
ends up that guy with the kids that was never really reported worldwide. So they've already narrowed down the suspects from, you know, six billion people in the world to, I don't know, a few tens of millions of people who live around Tokyo, which is still a lot of people, but now he knows where to look, which again is good for the story because we don't have to have L flying around the world. He knows it's right in this one city, which is, is good for the storytelling. Yeah. And what I also like about it is the couple things, you know, kind of the things you can think about. First off, if this was, you know, an adult who would have, Maybe they'd have the money. They're like, I'm getting out of this Kanto region. I'm I'm going to fly to the U.S. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hide. But he's a kid. He lives with his mom. He goes to school. He. It's not like he can do that, really. Also, you would think, as I said, he could either, if he wants to keep killing, he could change the method. He can obviously write mm-hmm. in the type. Sure. Or he could just stop. But we know that he can't. We know that he, he said, when I'm at school, all I think about is the book. Almost getting an idea. He's had his first hit. He wants it more. And that's it. Yeah. And is there more to that? Or is it just that he loves that power or whatever? I guess we'll find out with that. But also changing the method of things, it changes. Then all of a sudden, he's not the tier that everybody's going He wants with. a signature. He wants people to know. The cool thing about this is... Is the idea, is he a serial killer or is he a guy who's doing what everybody should? But like we said earlier with true crime, most people, even if you're not in a true crime, you know the idea that usually these people get caught because they can't stop. And Mm -hmm. also they can't stop sending letters or, you know, taunting the police. Like it's always, they always end up not being able to just, okay, you know, I don't want to get caught. I'm done. Some do, but a lot Mm -hmm. end up, they love they really love the back and forth. They love the game, the, the cat and mouse game with it as well, because then it makes them feel even more important. But this with, with light, it, it's not quite that, but it kind of is. I think that the idea that he is this overachiever, it, it's still it's it's not enough for him. That isn't as satisfying because that comes easy, I guess, you know, the sure. idea of that. So with this. It just sets up even more of the idea of, oh, no, what is he going to do now? But it's still fun on the you know, surface with L going after him. I, I think that right away, like, L's my favorite character, even though Ryuk's my favorite character so far. He just makes <laughs> me laugh. But, but L is such a cool idea because he's badass. Oh, and, and L says that he's going to catch, not only catch Kira, but send him off to die. So he's not going to put him in prison. I don't know what the rules are in Japan, but he says that uh, that this killer is going to die. I guess he put that on the contract. If I find this guy, I get to kill him. And and so like very Jim Gordon and Joker. Exactly. Jim Gordon Joker, which is a good enough book, but you're going to always root for Jim Gordon. Who's going to root for the Joker, right? In this, you're kind of torn. We don't know these characters yet. Yeah, and now L comes off as this you know, guy, like, is he, when he says, I'm going to kill you, like, now you're, oh, man, well, what's up with you and whatnot? And then at the end, Ryu just yells, humans are a riot. Well, that's a fantastic oh, panel. It's it's so that's a great, great panel. I love his earring, too. <laughs> he does look like he went to Hot Topics. He really did. Uh, Very much. But then even that look, the yuck, yuck, yuck. He's like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to watch this to the bitter end. So he is, like, this is christmas everything a birthday it's the greatest thing he really struck gold with this and i think that that is cool and and what i really like about it because that's the end but they have more rules which i don't have on the manga plus oh, so you'll okay, have to read. but what i like about this is when you're doing this if you had this throughout and you had Ryo, you should do this go and write that guy's name you should do that 
it wouldn't be as good. It would be like, okay, this kid's being good. Like, why did you even throw the book? He's just there watching. Oh, yeah. He's not manipulating anything as far as we can tell. This is all Light's actual personality. This is what he would do given this crazy power. Yeah. And it's it's crazy where a kid who you think is a good enough kid, like you get that power and, you know, ultimate power corrupts, you know, that whole deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really like it. But you read the rules because there's one rule that really does up the ending of, of what could happen with light and things like that. The second set of rules, how to use it, Roman numeral number two. We get, this note shall become the property of the human world once it touches the ground of the human world. Okay, fair enough. It's it's now this magic book in the human world. I think that you put that so that at a point you can't have some other, because remember those other devils and whatever, like, they were kind of, they can't come and grab it. Nobody can take right, it from Right, it's not going to just disappear. Yeah, you can't take it from them. Rule number two here. The owner of the note can recognize the image and voice of its original owner, i.e. a god of death. So this is why Light can see Ryuk and can talk with him, but no one else can see or talk with him. And which This was also set up in the first chapter. And the last one, the human who uses this note can neither go to heaven nor hell. That, that, uh... Ask a question that's not going to be answered, I guess, for I don't know how long. But And again, Ryuk mentioned this in the first chapter as well, too. So uh, Light's fate is going to be something weird. And I think, I think you speculated on that with Luke as well, yeah. That's one of those things where he thinks that he's this good guy doing that and, you know, angel of death type of deal. But, like, I'm the good guy, so obviously he can't. But we're thinking also, oh, man, he's going to burn in hell, but he's not neither. And I guess that that would end up being where... You know, maybe Ryuk was at that one point, too. They Could seemed be. to be in hell, but it seemed like this like kind of middle dimension, a little bit mm-hmm. beyond. Just because, again, you're going to have the idea you're doing this, even what is, you know, everybody reading it might have a different definition of what heaven, hell is or whatnot. This just really spells out that. Is his fate separate from every other human being in the whole world? He's 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 different. Yeah, and, and to see what would go on with that. But yeah, that's the end that's of chapter the second two. chapter. Yeah, and I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I was really shocked. And it was obvious we hadn't done Death Note for the Manga Monday for all that time. And it is one of the bigger ones, but I don't, I'm not a big horror guy. So we kept mm-hmm. kind of putting it aside. I kept mentioning it. Luke didn't want to do it either. He just was like, eh, I never really read it and I, it doesn't interest me. We were shocked how much we liked that first chapter. I'm going to have to tell him. I, the way he is, he's probably done this series now. But I, I end up where I think that he would like this even more. What do you, What would you give this? I give this, I really want to read chapter three is what okay. I give this. I'm at, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's got to be a at least a nine, nine point something. I'm going 9.5. Nine I'm going yeah. 9.5. I, I think that it's really good. And yeah. Now it really you're... cranks it up. We, we had the... The very personal story of Light, the first chapter, now we've shown how he affects the whole world, and we've got the guy who was going against him. And that's the crazy thing is, again, a lot of these manga, a lot of comics, they, they end up, okay, we had that first chapter, well, let's show them do more of the killing, more of the writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's not that exciting then. And then you'd be like, okay, let's get on with it. Let's go right away. He's not spinning things out. He's making progress. He has a destination he wants to get to. And L showing up then you have that rival already uh and it feels right it doesn't feel forced or even too quick because there is some time that all these people are dying and people are reacting to it they figure it out 
And I, I like that. And I thought that the introduction of L and this back and forth that we might have is really, really cool. So 9.5 for me. And we didn't even really spell out the rules for this podcast. What we'll probably be doing at first is doing every other week. We'll be back with another chapter. And this is even a little oversized. And I, I always say, I, anybody, they'll tell you when we record them, this will take 15 minutes. Oh, it yeah. Never it never does. It never does. We're looking I, at almost an hour. Yeah. yeah. I sit there with the, the DC podcast, even when it was 13 hours long. I'd be like, ah, we'll probably be done in two hours. <laughs> and then it never was. So we'll end up, you know, and, and that's the thing. We're not going to have a set amount of time that we have to have. I, I hear some other podcasts like, oh, we're at a. It's 28 minutes. We got to yeah. stop now. We'll we just don't go have with to the hit flow. a news break at the bottom of the hour. No, like no, that. we're not yeah. doing any of that. So it'll be, you know, random of what we're talking about if we get on tangents and stuff like that. But like I said, we're going to go. And that's the concept is this week, you know, the one week we'll have the death notes, notes, notes. And then the next week we'll have the full metal alchemist notes, notes. I don't know what we're calling that either. We'll figure out a, a cool name, maybe. And and this is one of those stories that is part of the Shonen Jump back catalog. So if you're paying your two bucks a month, you can go and read as much of this as you want. It's er, it's all there. Yeah, and if you're listening to this, we might end up having the shift to the Patreon at one point. But even then. It's like the idea of the, you know, the Shonen Jump. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out what we're going to do and whatnot as we go. I was trying to figure out how we could do it in a way like the Jump, where you have the latest episode, but then it seems wacky. But we'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I really, really like this. I really had a good time with it. Again, if you do want to go follow us, go on Twitter at Weird Manga. Check us out there, and we'll follow you back, and you can tell us, you know, what you thought of this and if you're enjoying it. And then also you can go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash word science manga, where you can help support all this and get 14 episodes in advance of the Manga Monday show as long as Luke stays away. And also the pick of the week, the Manga Pick of the Week podcast. So all of that said and done, thank you for joining me, Jason. Thank you, Jim. And we will talk to you later. <laughs>